Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. In this episode, we discuss seven things that age you faster. This is especially crucial at midlife when we find some unhelpful habits and behaviours creeping in, as well as a cocktail of hormonal changes. We also give you tips on how to shift the needle on these things so you can live a healthy, happy, youthful and long life. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Midlife Mentors with me, James. And me, Claire. How are you all? It's a glorious day here in it London. It is. Um, so today, what is the topic? We're going to be talking about, very specific, seven things that age you faster. Dun, dun, dun. Once we know these things, we can take steps to uh, minimise or avoid them, right? So obviously, um, in our 40s, 50s and 60s, we are not going to want to be doing things that are going to age us faster, are we? No, no, no. So uh, we're going to go through seven of those and we're going to do that in a minute. We're going to give you an update. Have we got any updates? I feel like we have. Oh, Claire, we've been so busy. I mean, May <laughs> okay. has just been the most incredible month for us in the best way, but so, so it's busy. It's been the best so, month. Uh, what was it on, on Sunday? We were down oh, at yes. Sarah Davison's breakup recovery retreat, which was awesome to be part of that. That was really beautiful. So um, we just gave a talk um, around how to stay strong in body, mind, and soul when you're going through breakups and divorce. Yeah. So that was it. Was a really beautiful session, actually. So, and then on Monday, I was delivering a corporate workshop on um, menopause and andropause support actually so how you can support your partner through this time so it's great to see um, a company there's like hundreds of people on that so that was amazing yeah that was good what else have we been doing oh we're working on a very exciting we will reveal it oh yes we will reveal it in the next podcast and um, on our social media channels before then actually but we're running a four day mini workshop all around free training this is completely free training all around optimising hormone health and boosting your metabolism that's right so if you have ever wanted to know more about that then stay tuned because we will be announcing details very very shortly we're going to be doing um, a live training over four days yeah. taking you through all you need to know about hormones and your metabolism and why actually midlife. and why they you know they really really do impact how you're getting stuck with uh, body confidence um, losing those extra pounds why you're getting stuck with your mindset your emotional well-being because it's really really all down to that so so excited it's the first training we're doing on that we're going to be absolutely smashing it with you all and can't wait 
to share more details, but it's not live just yet. We've got a, f- a few more tweaks to make. So once we've got those, we'll put that out in the world. We will indeed. So. Right. Shall we? I mean, there's more things, but we're natter and natter and nattering, and you're probably thinking, come on, tell me what I might be doing. Or well, actually, you might want to switch off now, because if you are doing these things... <laughs> You might be thinking, oh no. But again, what we'd say is little steps. Even if you change a few of these, um, you'll be making massive, massive shifts for yourself. So Yeah, I should say, say that right at the start because often we get asked, don't you know, what's the, what's the one, one thing. thing I can do? And I wouldn't think of it like that. Do, doing something's better than doing nothing. But we need to consider like all these factors at midlife as, as like a portfolio effect. So rather than focusing on like if I'm going to change one thing, I think you want to just like make lots of small changes. That's often easier to do mm. and will have a bigger net effect as well because you're, you're dealing with the problem more holistically. Yeah, but I would say, you know, like sometimes, you know, we need to start somewhere. So I think even if you just change a, a couple of these, if you do realise and think, my goodness, that really sounds like me or it really resonates with you, then just start, start somewhere. Start with little steps and just start with a few. You don't have to do all of these, but obviously the more you do the more youthful you're going to feel and look. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so let's talk ageing, um, and specifically you know, factors that are going to make you age faster. And these are all backed by research and science. Number one, unsurprisingly, is... Is stress. Stress, stress, stress. So we have done whole podcasts on stress. Actually, we go into organisations and talk about the, um, the hormonal effects of stress and what's going on. But honestly, we cannot express enough how actually being under the constant hum of stress can aid you like nothing else it's really it's really crazy there's been loads and loads of research um associated with accelerated aging and increased insulin resistance as well but also brain health you know when we talked to ben webb on Mm. one of our podcasts um, a few months ago, we were talking about the effect of stress on brain health and actually how it inflames the brain and actually ages the brain faster. Um, so that's one thing. But also from a hormonal perspective, we've got a mother hormone called progenolone. And we've talked about this on our hormone podcast as well. We've got a mother hormone called progenolone. And when it's going down to create, there's two arms that come off it. When it's going to one arm, which is creating cortisol, which is obviously stress, it's actually robbing from the other side, the other arm, going from DHEA into our sex hormones. And DHEA is actually known as the youth hormone. So you can imagine if you've got two arms and it's going across onto cortisol, then it's robbing from DHEA and actually robbing from your youth hormone, which is obviously going to be aging you considerably. So we really, really, really want to manage our stress levels um, to help, you know, prevent us age accelerated aging basically and i'll just say a point on that it's very good on the hormone thing as well because um a lot of people uh, sometimes misconfuse the symptoms of menopause and andropause with, with natural aging yeah but the reason for that is if your dhea is low that's your youth hormone but then there's also if you've got less of that you've obviously got less yes. estrogen for women less testosterone for men and they play a role if they're low you're going to have things like low energy low confidence low motivation which in, in turn you know you might think oh it's aging but it could be a stress factor at play. Well, also, emotionally, you're, you can aid yourself. I know that sounds a weird thing to say, but emotionally... You how, do it to me every day, Claire. <laughs> how positive we feel about life. You know, that's, 
that's all really, really down linked to stress and cortisol and all these other things that come into play when we're raising our levels of cortisol. There's so many other hormones that come into play that affect our mood, our cognition, all sorts of things. So if if there's this is number one, potentially for a reason, James will say his other ones are more important as well. But I would say this is number one because it is it's one thing to really, really start dialing in and start managing your stress levels. We've got loads of tools, loads of hacks that in a, even in our four-day mini course that we're going to give you as well. But just go back and listen to our podcasts. Um, if you're not a regular listener, go back and have a scroll through because we've got loads and loads around stress as well. Yeah. So that's number one. And number two might be surprising. It's actually low vitamin D levels. Now, yeah, we've talked about vitamin D before. It plays a, a crucial role in supporting our immune system and supporting our hormone health as well, particularly our sex hormones. Technically, it's not actually a vitamin, it's a steroid hormone. We synthesize it ourselves via exposure to sunlight, but though those of us that don't live in sunny climes are likely to be deficient in it. So there's been a lot of research focused on vitamin Ds. Low vitamin D is also linked with poor skeletal health. Um, it's one of the main causes of osteoporosis as we, as we age. But new research has actually found vitamin D receptors in the nervous, cardiovascular, and the endocrine system. So the endocrine system is, is our hormonal pathways. So there's more and more research looking at what vitamin D and its impact on these areas. There's definitely uh, an association between low levels of vitamin D and diseases associated with aging, such as cognitive decline, depression, osteoporosis, cardiovascular disease, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, and cancer. Mm. And that's not also, you know, just to re-emphasize, it does play a role in our immune system and our hormonal health. So listen, if you're not getting that exposure to sunlight, Vitamin D is definitely something worth supplementing with as you age. Yeah, absolutely. We always tell all of our clients to supplement with yeah. um, D3. So the next one is, oh, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Again, it's obviously going to be excess alcohol. So excess alcohol, of course, is going to age you. Um, not only does it dehydrate you, which will obviously affect um, your bodily functions, but also your skin health, you know, actual skin um, uh, it will also inflame your body. We know alcohol does inflame the brain. It infl- inflames the gut. It inflames basically our entire system, our liver. Um, so, and also it weakens the immune system. It disrupts sleep again, causing more stress. So you can see how actually some of these ones are going to link into the other other six. You know, so excess alcohol, it. <sighs> It's one of those things, again, that we saw a lot. I mean, there were loads and loads of articles in the press around, you know, when we went into lockdown, alcohol sales went through the roof. Um, But then at the same time, a lot of people actually decided to cut back on alcohol. Um, And everyone, hopefully, you know, everyone might know the um, One Year No Beer group um, on Facebook. If you are struggling, I'm just giving them a shout out, actually. If you are struggling with excess alcohol... Uh, consumption do do really really consider reaching out join uh, the one year no beer group it was a massive source and still is a massive source of inspiration to me to so many others I've actually made some really good friends Um, if you're listening to this thank you for being such a support to me Um, when I decided last August to really look at my alcohol consumption I wasn't drinking loads but I also knew doing all the work that I do the effect of alcohol um, on how I was feeling, my body, my hormones and everything. Um, so do check out, reach out if you're really, really struggling and, and make sure that you get the support that you need. But as I said, like on, on the whole aging side of things, you really want to be cutting down your your alcohol. So um, yeah, that's my little advice on, on number three. And number four is eating processed food. Now, hey, no surprises here, you know, 
Uh, we know that processed food is, is bad for our health. We've got something now called ultra-processed food, which has been through so many processes, you know, our, our body effectively doesn't recognize it. It gets a different hormonal response to what we'd expect from food, overrides our natural hormonal response. It's usually very calorific. We usually tend to overeat it. It's usually high in sugars. But specifically, uh, the European International Conference on Obesity did a study and discovered that eating three or more servings of ultra-processed food per day doubled your uh, your shortening of the strands of DMA, DNA and telomeres. Oh, you've got a little frog in your throat there. I did. So telomeres, <laughs> for those that don't know, are, are the proteins that are found on the end of chromosomes. And basically the length of those is used as an indicator for biological ageing. So you know, the, lo- the longer they are, the younger you are, the shorter they are, the older you are. That's nuts, and isn't it? It's, yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a marker of biological age that many scientists use. As well as glycans. Yeah. And, and generally, it's a... It's a indicator of general good health as well so the, you know, the longer they are your better your health is the shorter they are potentially the worse your health is so eating processed food doubles your shortening of these strands of dna and your telomeres so you've got massively increased risk of developing several diseases all of which are age related that's also not to mention that the processed foods um, will cause you to put on more fat will cause you to overeat will cause inflammation in the body and are packed with sugar as well. Mm. Okay, speaking of body fat, uh, one of the surest signs, um, surest things that's going to age you faster is actually excess body fat. Not something that necessarily all of us want to hear, but it's the truth, and we're never going to shy away from the truth, right? So the Laboratory of Molecular Biology in Maryland found that high levels of body fat um, is linked with inflammation and oxidative stress. And the creation of ROS, which is reactive oxygen species, which age the cells, um, so they create an aging effect and disrupt the endocrine system. So the more fat you have, basically, the more the, the faster you're speeding up your aging process. So again, you know, it is about dialing in, like James said right at the beginning, it is about diet, not necessarily choosing one of these, but we all need to start somewhere, but certainly dialing in your movement side of what you're doing. Just get outside, move your body, um, because again, that will impact how you're feeling with your stress levels. It's going to impact, actually, uh, so many others of these elements. You know, if you go out, you exercise, you're going to reduce your levels of stress, you're going to feel happier, you're going to feel more positive. That's going to be aging you less um, and more slowly. So I would say just get out, do something you enjoy, and we all need to start somewhere. So even if it's just a brief walk around the block, but it's it's so worth doing, especially uh, with that latest research. Mm. Okay, and linked to that, again, you see these are all interlinked, as I said, <laughs> is, of course, sugar. And we've talked endlessly about sugar and how bad it is for you. So obviously it's highly calorific, so it's, it's highly addictive. So you're likely to overeat, you're likely to put on more weight, which is going to you know combine to those other facts we've talked about, but it also harms your gut biome. And here's the thing, when we eat sugar, it combines with proteins to form glycation end products. And you basically have the effect of like stiffening the collagen and stiffening the skin. Um, so that's making you actually like physically look older. And they also causes, uh, sugar also causes inflammation in the body and the brain. It's one of the factors that sugar is linked to significant brain aging. Nuts, so um, again, we just want to cut down on sugar. So yeah, take away from this so far, um, lower your stress, start supplementing with vitamin D and, and just like clean up your diet. A and bit. move a little bit, just yeah. move your body, move your butt a little bit. 
um, and the, the benefits will be huge. And now, the, the last, last one might be, but be a bit surprising, actually. Yeah, but, but I, I really, I really wealth liked of research on this, this one. Um, so this is the final one. A lack of social connection now. There was a lot of chat around this, about the impact on mental health, actually, around social connection, um, especially, or the lack of social connection, especially around when we went into lockdown. I mean, people's mental health took a nosedive because of that lack of social connection. Um, and as human beings, <laughs> we all, right from the time began, um, when we first started um, walking around on Earth, you know, we wanted that sense of connection, that sense of belonging, right? Uh, that sense of community. And when we don't have that, obviously our mental health suffers, but also there is new research, there's a robust body of scientific evidence now that says that the lack of social connection is an indicator of premature mortality. Um, and that's that's crazy. I think that's so, so interesting that actually we are hardwired to have that sense of belonging and that sense of connection. And when we don't have it, we have a higher risk of um, premature mortality. Mm. So what we would say is we are blessed, I suppose, in a sense, that we have social media and we can connect with people. You know, I mentioned one year, no beer. That that, that wouldn't have been available to me. It wouldn't have been available to anyone um, pre-digital era. And it really, really helps me and it helps a lot of people. So there are lots of groups out there that you can connect with and that you can feel like you belong to and um, be part of a community. And that's a blessing. But I would say there's there's nothing like having that one-to-one, face-to-face interaction with people. And now that we can, um, now we're out of lockdown um, and now we're out of um, the terrible couple of years that we had, I would urge you, we would urge you to go and make those social connections. You know, go and have... go and join a hobby that you love, join a class, do something that really makes you feel like you have a sense of belonging and a shared interest with people because it will, according to all the research, and I can see, of course, how this this absolutely makes sense, that we're, we're going to be more positive for the future, we're going to have a more positive mindset, we're going to be happier, which then our body responds to and won't have that, you know, element of premature ageing. Um, so... Yeah, that was an interesting one. So let's just... Get out re- there and see your friends. Yeah. And get some hobbies, because also yeah, related to that, we, we learned that um, yes. learning new skills late we, in life and taking up hobbies and things like that helps, brain helps, health. helps your brain health as well. Mm. So stops your brain ageing, so learning something new. That is why I, I went to some dance classes. I decided to try... Well, I did start learning Spanish. I haven't... I've got a bit rusty now. But actually, it starts to rewire the brain in new ways and keep it young and healthy. Yeah, exactly But that. just to recap, so we've got number one, we've got stress. So these are so, the seven things that age you faster. Let's give a tip for each one. So your stress, cut down on it. Uh, <laughs> and most of that, go, go back and find our podcast on stress because we share loads of tips there. Different things work for different people, but find a way that's, that's going to work for you. That which relates into the, yeah. to, the la- to one of the points here. Movement, practicing meditation, um, breath work, mindfulness, all of that sort of stuff. And actually your triggers. Look at who you're surrounded by. What can you do around stress? Um, the number two is... Low vitamin D levels, obviously supplementation. Um, again, always make sure that you speak to your GP before um, 
just willy-nilly going and taking supplements but we would say that vitamin d is a really really important one you know all the body and research that came out even with covid and what's going on there supplementation with vitamin b d was really really important and to get outside as well is really beneficial to you to be out in nature it actually helps reduce stress as well and of course if you get exposed to sunlight you're going to make your own vitamin d the next one is excess alcohol now reach out to those groups if you haven't checked out one year near beer i'm in there it's amazing but also you know get support from from anyone that you you know connect with people do get the right support but also what I would say some people are like oh I don't really have an issue with it you know it's only a couple of glasses of wine every you know every night or whatever or then I binge at the weekend what I would say is it it is a essentially a poison that you're I'm not going to sit on rant because I still you know I'm not completely teetotal but um what I would say is it's not serving you, it's not relaxing you, it's not reducing stress, it's actually building stress, it's building toxins in the body. So maybe you could just look at your week and go, okay, maybe I'm not going to drink for the in the week and then I'll just have a few drinks and moderate it in the, at the weekend. Or work out when you're socialising, when those are, and actually don't drink in the week. So um, that's what I would say, but the main thing is, is do reach out and get support because, um, if it's something that you think that you might want to cut down, it's probably something that is, um, preventing you being the fullest version of yourself. Mm. Number For eating four. processed food. So like, uh, the occasional treat here and there is not a problem, but if you're having a lot of processed food and you have a lot of, you know, prepared meals, stuff you chuck in the microwave, just be aware of that and cut it back. Absolutely. Um, start moving towards more natural pre- foods you're preparing yourself. From field or sea to table in as few steps as possible. That's what we always say. So next one, number five, was excess body fat. Just making sure you move your gorgeous body. Appreciate it. Love it. Um, it wants to be moved. It wants to feel good and strong. So that could be anything from taking a walk to doing some body weight exercises. But again, that's going to help link with stress. And actually, um, it's just it makes you feel good. It's going to give you a nice endorphin rush. Uh, cut back on that sugar. So just be aware of, particularly of the hidden sugars. Start looking at food labelling, see how much sugar's in it, and aim to decrease the sugar you're ingesting on a daily basis. Ingesting. And then the last one is a lack of social connection. So make sure that you are going out there as much as you can. I know it's difficult if you are um, an introvert. Um, obviously, I am. <clears throat> <laughs> but you know, if you're, you know, just go out and. and join some groups, find a hobby, make sure you've got that social connection um, and do what you can to get that because um, I think the body of research will show that we really, really need it and um, it'll be good for your body and soul. Get out there, see mm, some people, enjoy yes. enjoy your life. Yes. I hope that's helped. I hope you can now uh, basically take some steps to age slower, <laughs> which we all want to do. And uh, we'll give you the details of that four-day mini course really really soon it won't be until the next podcast but if you do follow us on our social media handles we're on instagram at midlife mentors we also have our free community on facebook which is the midlife mentors community you can obviously search for us individually we'd love you to reach out to us on facebook um and you know friend request us we'd love to know what you think about the podcast we'd love to know topics that you want for the podcast and just reach out to us because you know we sit here recording these things and we would love to know that you're getting something from it we'd love to hear from you um and yes so just reach out to us and and feel free to friend request us on facebook Mm. anyway sending you till next time sending you lots of love Bye. bye
Yeah. You've been listening to the Midlife Mentors with Claire and James Davis. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at info at themidlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions. And make sure you join us on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can find us under The Midlife Mentors. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.